Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky on this Monday. Happy to be joined by Chris Lamonis, head baseball coach at Mississippi State on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Coach, will you be happy when we get to the point where you don't have like little reminders that, that pop up every weekend or every couple of weeks that, oh, this might have been going on at this point? Yeah, I think uh, Sunday was a really tough one for me, knowing that was Super Regional Sunday. And yeah. we had such an unbelievable Super Regional here last year. Uh, I, it was a uh, not a lot of fun sitting around thinking about what could have been. But um, I'll, I'll be happy when this draft is over and I know what my new team looks like. So I think a lot of us college baseball coaches are sitting around just, just kind of waiting and on hold. What have you been doing for the last couple of months? Well, I've been doing a lot of yard work when it started, and then when that <laughs> finished, um, I've become a really bad golfer and just become a bad golfer during this time. So we play a couple days a week, me and the coaches, coaches on staff, and then I live out on a lake, so we've been trying to fish a little bit too. So I'm just trying to make the most of the time. And, um, you know, in between, it's a lot of phone calls and some Zoom calls and different things. But um, just trying to keep the days busy. You know, we work so much and used to being – you know, going and moving, and then all of a sudden life stops and, and you're not doing anything, it's been a little tough. Yeah, those are the things that, like, even when you love what you're doing, you, you kind of sometimes wish you had a weekend where you could just work in the yard or just go fishing or play golf, but when that's all you've got to do, it's like, man, I sure would like to go back to work. Or at least I'm assuming it's that's like right. that. Well, we'll always appreciate work now. I can tell you every college baseball coach because – um, you do. It gets to be long at times, and it's just a cycle. It starts again every year right after the season, and um, it's been a been a little break. But I think we're all ready to get back to work and get on the road and recruit, or or even do summer camps and and different things like that. We'd like to get back to the normal schedule, like everyone, I'm sure. You mentioned a second ago the draft, and and I, I was fascinated by the the words that you use, so that you can know what your team is going to be next year. This is a year where. It is likely that the draft is not only going to affect your current roster, but your future roster as well. With with some guys that you've got signed, what are you anticipating on Wednesday? You know, I'm hoping for a great day. I mean, when we sell recruiting to our kids here. It's you know, hey man, we want you to you know move up in the draft and be ready for pro ball. And you know, we have some guys in house right now, and uh, you know, Justin Foscue and Jordan Westberg and. JT Ginn, you know, we got some different guys out there that are getting a lot of hype here, uh, you know, for the draft. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm hoping it's a great day for those guys. Hey, Coach Brian Haydad here. You mentioned JT Ginn. To me, he's he's sort of the wild card in all this. You could see him easily being a first round pick again, or you know, teams might be, be might have shy away from him because of the injury. Just sort of a two part question: How much has being away from Starkville? What has that done with his rehab? How have you been able to keep up with what he's doing? And if he does return next season, what, what's his role for Mississippi State? Well, I, um, 
you know, we took care. We have a handful of rehab guys, so our trainer, Jason Wire, is awesome. And he set that up. JT has something back there at home. I think JT's mom told me he set up the entire garage as a gym for during COVID. So um, knowing JT, he's been working out really hard and getting after it. Um, and then next year, we play by year. I mean, I, I doubt, you know, as guys rehab, it's in smaller stints. So um, probably start with an inning at a time and move from there. Um, but it would be on his schedule, you know, being the, the type of prospect that he is and where he's at. It would have to be on JT's schedule and the protocol that we get from his doctors um, to get him back. So um, there's a lot up in the air with him. It's a, it's a little different scenario. Um, but whenever any, anybody calls me, any pro scout, I tell them it's one of the best guys I've ever coached. And I've had a chance to coach some really good guys. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, hoping for good news for JT this week. Coach, when you've got a guy like, and I, I think, tell me if I'm wrong, can I ask you about a guy that's committed? But you're not entirely sure. I mean, they, we're far enough down the line in terms of commitment, and if he comes to college, he's playing to you, right? Right. I think okay, so, so, yeah. yeah I, I, I just didn't want to get you in trouble by asking something that you couldn't a- answer. Austin Hendrick, unbelievably talented player and really projects highly. What's the balancing act when you're recruiting a player like that that you know could go very high in the draft, but you still want to bring kids like that into your program if you've even got a shot? Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, for me taking over with the job, we have him and Blaze Jordan were two of the really that you hear about a lot. It's, it's just about building a relationship. And sometimes um, if you take a motion out of the draft, it's you set a line and you say, this is where I'd like to go. And and then if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And, and that's what we're dealing with with all the kids that we're dealing with around the draft right now. So um, what you're seeing in most of the mock drafts or anything like that, Austin has put himself in a spot where, you know, he has a chance to be a early first rounder. And, um, yeah. you know, the whole process here is about getting you to the big leagues. And but one of the biggest ways to get to the big leagues is to be a first rounder. And, and if Austin has that opportunity, we're excited for him. On the other side of that coin, you got some good news this weekend that Kellum Clark, uh, big infielder from, from Jackson Academy, is going to forego the draft and come to Mississippi State. That's a guy who, if we had a normal draft going on, you probably would have been sweating his decision. How big is that to, for you to get him on campus? Huge. Huge. It's a power bat. It's a, um, you know, it's a kid who loves Mississippi State. And, and, and all our kids love Mississippi State, but that was one of the things. He, he committed a couple years ago and comes up here to camps and hangs out and games and um, and you just get it in your blood, and you want to you want to experience it. And uh, we're excited because uh, we need a big bat. He plays the corner infield. He plays corner out, but he actually does pitch. Um, but we'll probably use him more as a hitter right out the right out the gate. But um, it was exciting to see. And I told him, I said, "Well, it's going to make our fans excited." And I think they probably blew up his social media um, <laughs> after he did. But um, you know, good for him. He deserves it. And you know, we're looking forward to his development as he gets here to Starkville. Chris Lamonis, head baseball coach at Mississippi State. You, you said a second ago that, that part of what you recruit players for is to try and help them to get to that next level. And, you know, depending on which projection you look at, uh, you got a couple of guys that are on the team right now that are projected to, to be potential first rounders in, in Foscu and, and Westburg as well. What is it like as a coach to be able to watch guys? kind of hit that pinnacle and, and achieve the dream that they've had since, you know, they were probably, I, I don't know, maybe as young as seven or eight years old to, to have a chance to go to the big leagues. Well, it's pretty cool. And it's, um, 
you know, last year when we started, I wouldn't have told you. Um, they were both very, they're best friends, the two of them, and they work extremely hard, probably overwork if you said anything about those two. And, and watching them grow last year, and for me, the really cool moment was, is you know, I had a chance after Omaha last year to go Team USA. And when you're sitting there watching them scrimmage or, or playing a game with the USA uniform on and, and they're both out there playing together and you're like, wow, this is pretty cool. And, and every scouting director, every general manager is in the stands. Um, you know you're seeing something special. And, and those two kids deserve um, every piece of this, you know, that they're getting right now because, of the, you know, they just really get after and They're really good players, very different players, but uh, very good players. Chris, we we got a couple of minutes left, and I, I'd love to get your thoughts on this proposal that's floating around about pushing the college baseball season back. I, I think you're coming at it from kind of a unique perspective, having been an assistant at Louisville and having coached in the Midwest at, at Indiana and Big Ten country, and now being in the SEC where it's probably not as advantageous. But what, what's your thought on this conversation around pushing the season back and it being a, a driver for maybe the growth of the game but also the financial growth of the game? Well, it, um, you know, like I said, being from Indiana probably was more, and we weren't even, we were the most southern Big Ten team. But, man, you were on the road for four weeks, and it was a hard four weeks. And I know other schools like Michigan, they're on the road almost six weeks before the season starts, and that doesn't guarantee that you're going to have good weather when you get back, you know, from those trips. And so I, I totally get that piece and, and trying to make our game, you know, bring in more of the Power Five teams that, and, and teams from all over the country to, to be able to, you know, equalize it out a little bit. I, I just don't know. You know, for us, I tell people right now, it, it really doesn't affect us either way too much. I, I If we play in the middle of the summer, our fans are still showing up. If we play early, I think we had 12,000 for one of those games against Oregon State in February. So, you know, it's really, you know, as, as a Mississippi State coach, it doesn't affect us too much, but – you know, I think there's some different things you have to look at across the board. I mean, I played at the Citadel, so the Citadel, you start competing against pro baseball. We lose summer baseball. You know, the, at the Citadel, we played in the pro park, so you were sharing just a little bit of time. Now you're going to have to share the whole season, you know. And so yeah. I know from mid-majors around the south, it becomes a little bit tougher. So I think we have to research it. I think it's something very good to bring up. I wish it wasn't four weeks but I think it may have to be four weeks because of TV. You know, one reason we've never moved back is because of Wimbledon. So ESPN does, you know, the College World Series, then it moves to Wimbledon. So that's kind of what's throwing. That's why it has. It can't go back a week or two. It has to go back four weeks. So um, I'm open ears to everything, and, and I get it from both sides. Like I said, it's not a huge, you know, difference maker for us here right now. But um, at other stops along the way. It was a pretty big difference, you know, and so I, I, if I was in Indiana, I'd be fighting for it um, for sure. Coach, really appreciate Hope your time. The Hope that Yeah, it's a fantastic answer and great insight. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Take care.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.